Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Canadian History X. If you like, you can support the podcast for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash Canada EHX. You can also donate to the podcast by going to CanadaEHX.com and clicking donate, or you can go to buymeacupofcoffee slash Craig U. All of these links are also in my show notes. And for people who donate, I have various levels of benefits. For $5, you get a thank you at the start of the next episode of Canadian History X, Canada's Great War, and from John to Justin, and on social media. For $10, you get everything from the $5, plus this episode is sponsored by with your name at the start. Also, I'll state it's sponsored by you on social media. For $20, everything from the $5 and $10, plus a second episode sponsored by you and promotion of something you're working on. And for $50, everything from the $5, $10, and $20, plus you get to choose a topic for me to cover on Canadian History X. If you like, you can email me at craig at canadaehx.com. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is Craig Baird, C-R-A-I-G, B-A-I-R-D, and I'm on Instagram and TikTok where I put up daily videos about Canada's history. Just go to my username, Bairdo37. And you can find weekly videos on Canada's history on my YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com slash C slash Canadian History X. If you want to find transcripts of every episode I've ever done, you can go to my website, CanadaEHX.com. And there's over 700 posts on Canada's history there. Nearby to Cabri, you will find the Great Sand Hills, and their origin dates back to before the indigenous even arrived in the area. The area covers 19 square kilometers of active desert-like sand dunes that really stand out on the landscape. The origin of the sand hills is thanks to the huge ice sheets that covered the landscape 15,000 years ago. At its peak, the ice sheet was 2 kilometers thick, and as the ice sheets started to melt 12,000 years ago, they created huge lakes in the area of where Cabri is today. The melting ice sheet also dropped huge amounts of sand that it accumulated as it moved across the landscape. Then the South Saskatchewan Spillway was also formed, creating what would be the South Saskatchewan River Valley, and as it drained it lost its connection with Lake Bursary, a lake that no longer exists, and the sand deltas built up and the river began to change course, and as it changed course it left giant sand dunes. I have visited this area and the sand dunes are extremely impressive. They stand upwards of 80 to 100 feet in the air, and you can even take a sled down the dunes. If you are ever in the area, absolutely check them out. You won't be sorry. Before Europeans settled in southwest Saskatchewan, even before the Métis arrived, the land that Cabri occupies was the home to several indigenous groups. The primary groups found in the area were the Blackfoot and the Cree. The bison would migrate through the area and provided an incredibly important resource for the indigenous. In fact, nearby to Cabri, there is a standing rock, which is a glacial erratic measuring in at 3.35 meters high and 9.14 meters long. It was at this rock that bison would often stop to rub against the stone to relieve itching. The pronghorn was also a very important resource for the indigenous of the area. It was from the pronghorn that the name of the community actually comes from. 
Local folklore states that the name of Cabri comes from the indigenous word for the antelope. There's also the belief the name comes from the Latin word for the genus of the pronghorn, Antilocapridae. A third origin is that the Métis believed the pronghorn looked like a goat and called it, the French word for goat, Cabri. The ironic thing is that the pronghorn is not an antelope nor a goat. In fact, its closest living relative is the giraffe. I lived in the Cabri area for several years, and these mammals are everywhere. You often see large herds of them walking down the road or eating in the fields. I'd like to take a break away from the episode for a second to talk about ExploreNet. I spent most of my life living in rural areas in Canada, and I remember the days of dial-up internet and spotty high-speed service. For the past three years, I have been a customer of ExploreNet, and I can honestly say that it is the best rural internet I have ever had. My job as a podcaster means I spend a lot of time researching online, interviewing people over Zoom, and uploading content. Through it all, ExploreNet has provided me with excellent service. When I'm not working, I enjoy streaming content on several streaming platforms and even doing some online gaming with a friend in Ontario. ExploreNet allows me to do all of that with ease. Right now, they offer up to 50 megabits per second on their new LTE network with unlimited data. Their service has only become faster and better since I first signed on. Today and beyond, ExploreNet is investing in building and upgrading the network at a rapid pace. ExploreNet is rural, and that is their route, and that is their focus. For more information about rural internet options in your area, go to ExploreNet.com or call 1-866-285-2253. Settlers would arrive in the nearby Swift Current and travel up to the area to take advantage of the ample farmland in the area. In 1912, Cabri was incorporated as a village, and five years later, it became a town. In any community, one of the places that tends to be the oldest in terms of buildings is a church. A church is often one of the first things built in the community after a school and post office, and even before the hockey rink. In Cabri, the Anglican church dates back over 100 years and is one of the oldest churches in the area. When Cabri was still just forming, the church was built in 1913 to serve the Christian Reformed congregation out of Cremensburg, which was a settlement of Dutch immigrants located northwest of Cabri. The inside of the church was created with a modest design and restrained interior to reflect the economic realities of the pioneers, along with sobriety and simplicity and humility. Unfortunately, a series of crop failures and poor grain prices caused Cremensburg to eventually disappear, but the loss was the gain of Cabri. The Cabri Anglican delegation would purchase the building and have it moved to its present site in 1923. From that year until 1978, it served the community as a St. Andrew's Church. Since that year, the church has continued as a symbol of the remembrance of the people who came to Cabri in those early years, while also serving as a place for the occasional wedding. The building would become a municipal historic resource on February 24, 2005. On October 25, 1918, a man named Bobby Gimby was born in Cabri to a musical family that ran the hardware store in the community. The family would remain in Cabri until the store was destroyed by fire, at which point they moved to British Columbia to be closer to relatives. In 1944, Gimby moved to Toronto and formed his own band that was popular at the teen events throughout the decade. In 1945, he joined the radio program Happy Gang, remaining with the show until 1959. In 1949, he was also given his own radio show on CBC Radio, eventually venturing into television. 
As time went on, due to the fact he played the trumpet, Gimby became known as the Pied Piper of Canada. He would embrace this by wearing a Pied Piper costume and cape. In 1967, he reached the peak of his fame when he composed the song Canada, which commemorated the Canadian centennial. That year, more than 50 recordings of the song were made across Canada, with another 250 Canadian school choirs also recording it. The song began to grow more popular than the actual Canadian Centennial Song, and today it's known as the unofficial Centennial Song. That year, it sold an unprecedented 270,000 copies, making it the most successful single in Canada for that year. In 1971, he would donate all future royalties of the song to the Boy Scouts of Canada. In 1968, Gimby was awarded the Order of Canada, and Gimby would eventually pass away in 1998 at the age of 79 in a nursing home in North Bay, Ontario. In 1919, on land about 15 kilometers south of Cabri, the St. John's Lutheran Church and Cemetery was built. Situated on a small rise of land, the church would become a prominent feature on the open prairie landscape. It was one of the first churches built in the area for a congregation that had been organized in 1912. After holding services in the homes of several settlers over the years, the church would be built to accommodate this growing congregation. And services would continue in the church until 1976, but it's still used for weddings and funerals. The cemetery is also maintained by volunteers. And in 1989, due to its heritage, the church was made a municipal heritage property. If you'd like to learn more about the history of Cabri, then you can check out the Cabri and District Museum. This museum features displays that highlight the entire history of the area and the development of Cabri. It also focuses on the history of the indigenous with several pre-colonial artifacts. There's also a natural history display, a dairy display, and many military uniforms. I have visited the museum, and it's an excellent museum to check out to learn about the history of the area. I hope you enjoyed that episode and my look at Cabri, Saskatchewan. If you did, please leave a rating and review. If you like, you can email me at craig at canadaehx.com. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is Craig Baird, C-R-A-I-G-B-A-I-R-D, and I'm on Instagram at Bairdo37. As well, again, if you want to support the podcast, you can for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash canadaehx. And you can donate to the podcast by going to canadaehx.com and clicking donate. I'd also like to thank all of my wonderful patrons, and I apologize if I get any names incorrect. Michael Matthews, Joanna Parker, Jeff Dahl, Vobbs, Robert Page, Richard D., Colin Johnson, Jeff Hershey, Kyle Murray, Steve Pakin, Matthew Gartho, Lionel Romaine, Dr. Bob Turner, an anonymous patron that I truly do appreciate, Randy Hayden, Doug Campbell, Reg W., Deborah Carlson, Francis Helbling, Nick Zinri, Shannon Marshall, Clinton Martinez, Dimitri Shove, Aaron O'Hara Myers, Robert Dunseith, Todd Casey, 
Catherine Roy, Luke S., J.P. Bear, Jason Hall, Phil Maynard, and Iris Gray. Thanks, and we'll see you again next time.